allow a lot of flexibility and adaptability given where the alumni is in their not just professional life, but in their personal life. So we understand and attempt to provide different avenues for that engagement that work for all. Hi, this is Diana Brunel O'Leary with Job Talk Weekly. Once you graduate college, most people don't think much about the University Career Center. But when it comes to your job search, your college has some great offerings for its alumni, no matter how long it's been since you've graduated. I talked with Johnny LaSalle, who oversees the alumni career efforts at DePaul University, so we can learn about the professional development opportunities that colleges are offering their alumni today. And in most cases, you don't even need to leave your house. Here we go. Hey, Johnny, welcome to Job Talk Weekly. Good day, Diana. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, it's a pleasure to talk to you. And yes, I am biased because I am an alum from DePaul University. But we want to talk about how DePaul is an example, like other universities, where college grads and alums can view their universities different. So a big part of this conversation is about how to use your university, how to use the career office, because I think a lot of college students see the career office as a place to find a job and then don't think about it. So talk to us a little bit about how the career office at DePaul is set up to serve alumni, not just recent grads. Well, I think that's an important question, and I thank you again for really having dialogue surrounding this topic, because oftentimes uh, when alumni think about career offices, they often tend to think of it from a recent graduate perspective. But what we like to do and encourage our alumni that we want to keep them engaged after they have graduated, no matter how many years out they are. So graduates often forget, or they don't even consider the ways that they can continue to not only engage with their alma mater career offices, but rather how they can continue to be supported and have access to resources and tools once they have left their institution. So our alumni sharing knowledge program, as well as career services, is a great example of how to stay engaged. And it also sort of walks the alumni through the non-traditional ways that you can continue to stay connected even once you've graduated. So our ASK network is an online platform that connects our current students, both undergrads and grads, with alumni professionals from a a variety of industries, fields, and now locations. Uh, Since we are all sort of in this mostly remote virtual space, uh, this is the best time to research and get a better understanding of resources such as these so that you can not only like volunteer your time, but also network with other alumni and do so in a meaningful way uh, while also staying connected uh, to your institution. So the ASK network is one of the ways that we do that. Another way is career advisors. Oftentimes folks, whether don't, 
have not taken advantage of career advisors or sometimes they're referred to as career coaches on their campus. Um, but what we do at DePaul is that alumni can continue or schedule time to meet with career advisors once they have left the institution. So we encourage our alumni to take advantage and schedule time to meet with a career coach or an advisor. You know, oftentimes, this is a benefit that you receive as an alumnus after you graduate. And so often, again, it is not taken advantage of. Yeah. Uh, you know, we encourage folks to schedule time to meet with one of those current staff professionals that have access and resources and tools uh, as far as industry and also the knowledge on current trends that can assist alumni in understanding the movement in a potential field um, and also, more importantly, now than ever, potentially exploration, right, of different career ventures that you might want to take given the state of uh, the country and the pandemic. Exploration has become one of the ways that alumni are reaching back out um, to our career office because we are walking them through what a career pivot could look like, what a change could look like, um, and a, a professional transition, if you will. Yeah, and I think that is a great tool to have right now. So at DePaul, they call it ASK. I know other universities have a Connect network. So whatever your university is, just go to their career center online and start checking it out because I do think pivoting industries, making career transitions can be the toughest part of a job search, but that's where your network can be so extremely valuable. And I also want to talk about how the Career Center is not just a job board anymore. You know, people need to stop thinking of it as just a place for jobs. It's part of this larger professional development that you can dip in and out of throughout your career. So what other types of either master classes or workshops is the Career Center holding for people to, you know, freshen up their skills? Well, I'm glad you asked that question because you are correct in the fact that oftentimes our alumni have viewed our career services as, where is a space for you to find a job, right? But not it's a bad so thing, by the way. Not, not a bad not, thing. <laughs> not a bad thing, but you want to reimagine and expand your thought process in regards to your career services offices. Yeah. So you've mentioned uh, we offer uh, professional, what we consider to be professional development opportunities via workshops. And a, a great example of what we do at DePaul is our alumni master classes series, where we uh, develop workshops uh, for upskilling purposes. We noticed a, a huge need and, de and a demand for developmental workshops for alumni was needed. And given that we are, we were in this pandemic crisis, we thought this was the perfect opportunity to really start to increase the amount of workshops that we offer specifically for alumni. And some of those workshop topics include networking in the age of social distancing, mm. uh, upskilling for the market, and, you know, more uh, importantly, remote work technology, which we realized uh, 
sort of as we moved into this virtual space, there was a lot of lack of knowledge and information and skills um, in regards to how to function in a virtual space. So we encourage folks um, because other institutions have very similar uh, workshops, um, professional development opportunities to seek those out. One of the other great things about it is that you have the option to attend these workshops live or more importantly now than ever because there is no real distinction between a work life balance yeah. uh, there are no boundaries no no boundaries right because now people you're we're visiting each other in our home spaces which uh, has not been a tradition or historically for most folks right yeah. I'll speak specifically to higher education yeah. um so what we needed to do uh, we were used to offering these live events because that was a way to sort of make these sort of meaningful connections but now uh, we also offer pre-recorded events where you can access these workshops if you're not able to attend because you have other responsibilities um, and need to manage your time um, as we're all working remotely and working from home and we tend to be working a little bit more so that you can view these at any time at your convenience to upskill without uh, maybe potentially, uh, and we also see this also our alumni masterclasses series as a way to upskill without necessarily committing to a certificate program oh, yeah. or potentially pursuing another degree, right? Which oftentimes a lot of folks say, I'm done uh, with school, but this is a great way uh, to get some of that uh, new knowledge and fresh insight um, in as far as upskilling without making that sort of commitment uh, that's often time consuming and also financially a burdening. Yeah. And I think the other thing about the silver lining of the pandemic, I mean, because the the reality is, is that it's it has provided, whether we like it or not, it has provided some upsides, right? This ability to connect because the virtual conferencing is so much more acceptable. Everyone's comfortable with it. And the other people I think about are either introverts or people that hated networking. I mean, let's be honest, not everyone loved the idea of networking, of showing up to a hotel bar, knowing that they'd have to give their business card to 20 people. I mean, some people just cringe at that. But now the idea of just being able to meet people online, which is a little safer. I mean, do you think that these virtual experiences are going to continue even after the pandemic? What a great question. And, you know, we've uh, at DePaul have been really closely monitoring what a return to normalcy. And I, uh, I visually, you can't see my air quotes here. <laughs> um, uh, what is in person and what does normalcy look like? And yeah. one of the things that we've been sort of talking about, uh, because you did mention this idea, uh, I, I identify as an introvert and yeah. I'm that person that cringes at the thoughts of attending a networking event. <laughs> um, <laughs> I can hear it in your so, voice. And so I totally understand um, that idea. And, and I think um, we've decided that we will have a good balance of both potential in-person sort of continuation of these workshops, but a continuation of pre-recorded events and workshops, uh, not just workshops, but events uh, that students can access and that don't ne necessarily need to be 
on campus, um, because uh, this also is going to be very beneficial uh, for folks who are commuters, uh, folks are alumni who are actually no longer in the city, yeah. uh, potentially in the country. So it's going to expand um, connections to folks who are, are alumni who are, uh, you know, international. Um, but in addition to that, you, I, I wanted to mention, uh, you talked about those folks that are introvert and we're having this conversation or really talking about pre-recorded events. Another great um, resource or tool that alumni should really consider or do some research on is maybe some uh, handouts and activity sheets uh, that we use as, uh, at DePaul call career library resources that are readily available. Um, so let's say you don't, um, you're not much into viewing a 15, 20 minute pre-recorded event. You rather read uh, about the resources and tools that we have. Well, at DePaul, we have our career library resources. They're pretty much, uh, they're essentially handouts and activity sheets uh, and one-stop shop uh, in one career-ready resource library that includes resources and tools such as interview tips, resume and cover letter review, and timely, uh, given where we're at now, career exploration, as uh, among many other things. So think about uh, a menu of different options as far as delivering uh, resources and tools. So maybe you're not into these live pre-recordings or sitting down and watching a video for 30 minutes, but you'd rather uh, read an article or a one-page user guide um, that speaks to different trends um, and uh, tips yeah. uh, for being successful um, in today's market. So you are tailoring the program to people's different preferences for how they like to learn or what time of day they care to access uh, the information. And I think that is one of the upsides then about having so much more online for people to connect because part of this is a lifelong skill. This isn't just about finding a job today. And so getting your alums more engaged with the university or whatever networking resources or professional development resources they have can help make the conversation about career management top of mind more often. That way people don't find themselves stuck on January 1st saying, gosh, I need to find a new job. What do I do? If you're constantly in these conversations, you're always checking out new opportunities online, you can sort of dip in and out based on what you need at the time. Absolutely. And I, I appreciate the idea and uh, the thought process behind me, what I would like to consider meaningful relationships. Yeah. Um, so, uh, which is more important than ever now because of where we find ourselves in and often has always been an important piece, but we've been bottled down with all the other things that are happening in our daily lives. So meaningful relationships, it takes it a step further than this networking, even though networking Working is great, um, but you never know when uh, who you're going to meet. Yeah. Um, you know when you are uh, uh, viewing a pre-recorded event or attending uh, a live event or an event um, at your alma mater. And since we find ourselves and and really thinking about how alum can also be involved and 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 
sort of a, the continuation of this sort of meaningful relationships, you know, we find ourselves in this new virtual world and connection is still taking place and, and potentially could be taking place more often. You've talked briefly about uh, for an introvert, this is somewhat uh, like heaven and, and I appreciate <laughs> that. Um, but oftentimes our alumni, um, they're more willing to volunteer to mentor or coach or advise students in life and career choices um, and industry-specific insight or professional transitions, but often forget to do that for themselves. And yeah. so I, I always encourage alumni to research um, at their alma mater how they can connect and network with other alumni professionals. So in addition to the Ask Network, in addition to alumni being or acting as coaches or advisors for current students, we also encourage and allow alumni to connect and network with other alumni professionals to develop these meaningful relationships. We think this is a great way to build social capital with other alumni from your institution while you act as an expert, right? Um, and volunteer your time to support our new emerging leaders. Um, for me, as a higher education practitioner, I see myself as a lifelong learner and I encourage our alumni to keep that thought process even after they leave their institution. Oh, for sure, because the alums can also be such a source for talent. I mean, I remember when I was still in downtown Chicago, so close to DePaul, that when I got hired at a company, which, by the way, I did find my first part-time job in downtown Chicago. I found it through the DePaul career office. And it, awesome. At, Great. Yeah, and yes. it actually turned into a full-time job. And then it led me to all these other connections that I still have to this very day. But the other thing, especially speaking as someone who did a lot of hiring and, and I was in human resources, I would so much rather interview referrals than these random resumes that just come across the the space online. So these connections that you're building can help then create a pipeline of talent. So you can be hired because you're connecting with people and they see the DePaul alum. Or if you are a hiring manager, you know a great source for talent. And then when these pipelines begin, then there's one referral after another. Because let's face it, so many jobs come through referrals. We've got to keep emphasizing that. And so you're, you're university is a great place to just keep connecting with people because you don't know when you're going to need a job or when you're going to want to hire someone. Absolutely. And thank you for that. I, I always say, look no further if you <laughs> or the company you're looking for new talent, right? Use the career service office um, or the various career service platforms. Um, uh, some of the more common ones that a lot of institutions use is one called Handshake and also People Grove. And yeah. oftentimes, these plat you can sign up as an alumni. You have access to these platforms, even if the platform did not exist when you graduated. So that's yeah. another thing to take into consideration, right? Yeah. These platforms often are a space where uh, you can recruit current students. So employers can recruit students, uh, alumni can recruit students, or recruit other alumni and present and advertise professional development opportunities, employment opportunities. There are often ways for you to get the these are often ways for you to get the word out about uh, all these opportunities or an opportunity that you have and also get great talent, right? Um, 
oftentimes these are, uh, you know, you get a good, uh, I would encourage alumni to get the lay of the land, do some research on your career uh, services website. And also know that oftentimes there could be, uh, depending on the size of your institution, sometimes it will be situated at the career services or career center department, but also don't forget to think about alumni relations offices because there's a strong connection there as well. And oftentimes our alumni relations are the centralized hub for alumni engagement and can also have additional professional development opportunities and also social uh, development opportunities. So let's not forget about that. Um, But when we're thinking about recruiting talent or engaging with up and coming talent, um, again, research and join career services platform, there are often no cost to alumni. It really depends on your institution. If there is a cost, it is a very minimal cost. Um, Once you've done that, Um, You know, I encourage you to uh, research and understand uh, and identify the platforms and what the platforms are used for. Some platforms are specific to alumni engaging with current students in a mentorship advising capacity, and other platforms are more there to uh, post positions, uh, attend events, uh, facilitate events, and things of that nature. In addition to that, oh, yes. You. Yeah, no, I, what I was going to say is you hit on something that I think is really important. If you've graduated and it's been 20 years, you know, these platforms probably didn't exist then. So if someone has been 20 years out of college, they've really just got to rethink the resources that the university has, because I'm guessing, Johnny, now you're an alum from DePaul and so am I, but we graduated at different times, but there's no age limit. There's no 10 years out, 20 years out. Any alums can take advantage of these things, right? Yes. And we encourage you to do that. And I, I, I thank you for saying that as well. Oftentimes, we don't know what we don't know. And I can tell you for being uh, in being a higher uh, ed practitioner for I think now 13 or 14 years, I've seen so much evolution as far as online platforms go. Um, And so resources are constantly being upgraded to provide that support for, you know, folks going out in uh, to the world in the virtual world um, rather yes yes um, and that's a good point too because I think if you if one had a not so great experience 12 years ago because the platform was clunky and it took too long and it really didn't have very many opportunities you need to go back like today and see what they have yes, and it's yes. funny because you and I you know we've drunk the Kool-Aid we probably sound like a commercial for the DePaul Career Center and hey there's nothing wrong with that. But I also want to encourage whether you're a younger person or however many years that you've been gone from your university to really get back and get engaged. And even if you want to mentor someone, I think that's really great. And you hit on that a little bit. But let's talk more about that, because we have been talking primarily about people who are looking for jobs or looking to change careers. But if you're doing really great and you have something to offer, what a wonderful way to keep energized by connecting with other, you know, people who want to do the same thing that you're doing. 
Absolutely. And oftentimes, um, you know, I, I find, especially at DePaul, that alumni want to give back, but oftentimes don't really know the different ways that they can give back. Yeah. And it, uh, one of the things that we've done um, here is provide a menu of options for them to volunteer their time. So the Ask Network, the platform is a great way um, to do that. But let's say you're that person that doesn't really want to interact on this platform to coach or mentor and advise current students, maybe you want to facilitate or create a workshop that you can present, um, information that you would like to share um, with students on campus. Uh, this is also a way for alumni to gain some professional development skills, or let's say folks want to practice uh, their presentation skills. This is a great way for alumni um, to stay connected um, with current students while also developing some of their presentation skills. So we really want to uh, encourage, but also have alumni really do the research and understand the many or the various ways that you can give back. Um, that is more than just financial. Of course, financial is always good, yeah. but there are other ways that you can give back to the DePaul community. And uh, thinking about it, uh, uh, we at DePaul, uh, uh, when we say mentoring, there are different components of mentoring. There could be long-term mentoring, but there could also be what we consider flash mentoring. So think about the time commitment that you have. Let's say, uh, you know, you don't have a lot of time, but you still want to give back, you should, you can still do that. We uh, allow a lot of flexibility and adaptability given where the alumni is in their not just professional life, but in their personal life. So we understand and attempt to provide different avenues for that engagement that work for all. Yeah, this sounds like a career development sandbox with just different opportunities, whether they're one hour or one year. That's really fun. Absolutely. And I think one of the other pieces to this, so in, in addition to thinking about the uh, you sharing your wisdom, as I like to call it, yes. um, and, and your expertise, because you, you do. Uh, I, and one of the things that I will say, folks, don't sell yourself short. You have life experience and everyone has a story and everyone has a professional story. And think about how you were as an undergrad. Just take a moment, oh, reflect God. when you were, right? <laughs> an undergrad and some of the questions that you had and some of the things that you wish you knew. And it would be great for you to sort of yeah. uh, feed that back into the the, the community of your institution. Um, but in addition to that, I, I did also want to mention there's still other opportunities for you. Um, there's a lot of career fairs that we have on DePaul's campus. So if you're an alumni, these could be spaces at other institutions that are also open to you. So not only um, should you think about if you're an employer, uh, you should think about participating in a career fair. But if you're an alumni that's looking to transition um, or to make uh, connections uh, with other alumni, think about participating or attending a career fair. Um, here at DePaul, you don't have to be a current student. You can also be an alumni and you'll have access to all those same, access to those employers, a variety of employers from different industries um, that you can talk to. So we 
uh, I definitely encourage folks to uh, participate in the career fair. Uh, we do have alumni that that attend each of our quarterly career fairs. So that's a great way to stay connected to the institution. And one of the last and often forgotten ways to stay connected is former professors, oh, faculty yeah. members, right? Yes. Think back at that. We all have that, right, Diana? Do that you have one. that one professor? Yes. Who made a lasting? Okay, great. So you have that. You're able to identify that pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, who made a lasting impression and an impact on us, right? Yeah. Um, think about um, often how they have contact with current students, but also have industry contacts and years worth of industry contact, right? Yeah. Uh, and think about how you can use them as a resource for them to mentor you. And oftentimes, uh, faculty and professors always take time to really uh, stay connected with alumni. And they're on often sort of silent uh, you know, connection or network, right? So I, I really implore you uh, to really think back to a time where you had a faculty member and how you can make that uh, connection. Yeah, and I think what you said about thinking back to when you were an undergrad, which at first made me crack up because there's way too many stories from my undergrad days. But, you know, DePaul in particular has a lot of first generation kids. I was that kid that I was the first in my family to go to college. And I think about how much I didn't know. So fast forward to today to anyone who's thinking, well, you know, I don't, you know, they're not sure how they can contribute. Just remember what your freshman year was like or what your senior year was like when you were trying to find a job and you didn't know what to wear, you didn't know what to say, and how much different your life is today. Just sort of think back to that young kid that you were and how wonderful it would be if you could help another kid who is in a similar boat today. Absolutely. And and I think it really speaks to the time uh, that you had um, at your alma mater and really uh, shift your mindset into thinking, I've graduated, I no longer have a connection to this place, but oftentimes there's an impact, there's an impression, and there's always ways that you can give back um, to the DePaul community. And I also implore you to think about different ways. I often encourage our alumni, if there is something um, that we do not have that you think we should have, provide that feedback to us. Let us know. We don't know unless you tell us. Yeah. And more often than not, uh, we are open to working with alumni to provide that additional support. And we're always looking, I, I will speak to us here at the Paul's Career Center, we're always looking to innovate um, you know, the, the landscape so that we can continue to grow, not just with the times, but with also our alumni. Yeah, and these are lifelong relationships, not just professionally, but personally. So these are wonderful opportunities that DePaul has and a lot of other universities do too. So I do hope people take the advice that you've given them, Johnny. Thank you so much for spending time with me today. No, thank you so much, Diana, for inviting me. It was really great uh, to have a conversation with you today. Go Blue Demons. Go. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye.
Thank you for listening to Job Talk Weekly. If you like the podcast, and we hope you do, the best thing you can do is to subscribe and forward it to your friends. We'd love to hear what you think. So please rate and review us or send us a quick email to info at jobtalkweekly.com. See you next time.